0: It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Play ball. This is the Locked On Reds Podcast. I'm James Erpine. It is great to be with you on this Tuesday. On Twitter, at James Erpine at Locked On Reds. Subscribe, iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Stitcher. And wherever you get your podcast, every single podcast posted at LockedOnReds.com as well. And man, oh man, do the Reds just keep on rolling? How nice was that yesterday? It looked like they were going to lose. It looked like they were going to lose to the White Sox. a game that was very winnable. Reds win 5-3. They've won now three in a row, 15 of their last 20. And Jim Reggelman, he's above 500 as the Reds manager. The higher Jim Riggleman banter is going to continue if the team keeps performing the way it has. Um, they've done well in interleague play this year, seven and one. And yesterday on the podcast, I talked about the idea of them sweeping the White Sox. And just because the, after the White Sox, it gets really tough schedule wise, and you have to go on the road, and you're on the road for a while. And I just think this team, where they're at, how they're surging, and where the White Sox are at, it would be. For the Pickens, you know, it's there for them. Hopefully, um, to get it done. And if they can, we're talking about a team. I mean, they're eleven now, uh, eleven under five hundred. But after that, eight and twenty-seven start. After the three and fifteen start under Brian Price. After three and eighteen, which was the worst start in franchise history, it feels pretty good. It feels pretty good um, to just to see this, and Luis Castillo pitched well. I mean, Luis Castillo went six and two thirds, gave up six hits, one run, didn't walk any batters, 101 pitches. Remember when I talked about the roller coaster that these Reds were going to have, that they were going to go up, down, all around in some of these young pitchers? That's what was going to happen. Well, now we're seeing it. And uh, we're going to get into the trade deadline today because there's a lot of little trade murmurs and chatter all around right now. We will discuss that coming up in just a bit, but yeah, it's uh, it's great to see. Look, anytime you count the Reds out, it seems like they find a way. Uh, I, I stole this from uh, my guy Lance McAllister at ESPN fifteen thirty. The the Reds have in their last ten wins, they've trailed in seven of those games. This team is comfortable from playing from behind. This team is okay playing from behind they don't freak they don't panic and i think that's a really good sign because they're young you know a lot of them are young or in they're not super established in the league or they're establishing themselves in the league and uh, it's it's really good to see scooter Jeanette has 30 multi-hit games this year and he got one yesterday he went two for three he had two singles and a walk uh he's He's doing great, man. It just continues to blossom. It continues to happen for Scooter Jeanette. He's second in National League All-Star voting right now. We'll see if he can get to first. I hope he makes the All-Star team. He really deserves it this year. I mean, he does. There's no way anyone, I don't even think uh, Scooter would have expected him to play as well as he has this year. So Reds win 5-3. They uh, get another W, get closer and closer as they try to inch towards 500 And uh, they continue with the White Sox tonight at Great American Ballpark. I thought this was interesting. And I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. John Heyman reporting that the Washington Nationals have talked to the Reds about Matt Harvey and Rossell Iglesias. Both pitchers interested. uh, Or they're interested in both pitchers, excuse me. Um, They want another starter, the Nationals do. And multiple teams, according to John Heyman, view Iglesias as a, a potential starter. I love this. This is great. And I put a poll question up at James Arpino on Twitter on whether or not the Reds should consider trading Rossel Iglesias because obviously he's the one that's going to get and bring back quite the haul. And I I understand why people would say no. 17% of you say no. He's untouchable. 83% say yes, listen to offers. And I hope that's how Dick Williams and Nick Craw feel. You need to listen to offers for anyone. Everyone's on the table. Joey, Scooter, Rossell Iglesias, but you're listening. You don't have to make a move. You're listening. Matt Harvey, by the way, I I read somewhere uh, in New York, uh, Newsday, in New York Newsday, they they wrote something about trading for Matt Harvey, the Yankees trading for Matt Harvey. It's building. The momentum is continuing, and this is for the first time – I feel like the Reds are in a perfect position for the trade deadline. They don't have to give anyone away. They don't have to move Billy Hamilton. They don't have to move Adam Duvall. They don't even have to move Matt Harvey. But they can be open. They can listen. And they can ask for a lot. I I said today on ESPN 1530, I would ask for the moon for Rossell Iglesias. The moon. And I would get it. Or he would be a pitcher in the bullpen closing games for the Cincinnati Reds this year. I wouldn't trade him. You can ask for so much when you're at a position of strength when you have the negotiating power you can get a contending team to give up what they need or what they want what you need slash want and then you can ask for more on top of that, and then you can ask for more on top of that. I was listening to a podcast hell it was uh i don't know three weeks ago I think it was the Bill Simmons podcast and this one of the the most famous trades. And just ripoffs in history was when the Celtics traded Paul Pierce, Kevin Garnett, and uh, who else did they trade? They traded like another player or two to the Brooklyn Nets, and Brooklyn wanted to go all in. And the Celtics were okay with what they they got, and then they said, "No." The owner said, "No." Ask for another first-round pick. No, ask for another first-round pick. No, ask for another for, And they got like four first-round picks in return for guys and started the rebuild. And it's been a big reason why Boston's f- came as far as they have, and now they're going to be maybe the, the favorite to win the East next year. I think they'll be the favorite to win the East for sure. So the reason, though, that that happened is because they were coming from a position of strength and Brooklyn was desperate. There will be a desperate contending team that needs a closer. There will be a desperate contending team that needs a starter. If they want Iglesias, it, I need the moon. Oh, yeah, we want your top prospect in your organization. Yeah, that's shortstop. Yes, we want your, your second best second best pitching prospect who's in AAA just dealing right now. Yes, we want this, we want that, and we want that. Oh, that's not – I want that too. That's how the Reds should be, greedy. They should ask for the moon for Rasiel Iglesias, but I do want them to listen to trade offers. And I think they could get a ton for him. Same thing with Scooter Jeanette. I, I would ask for a ton in return for Scooter Jeanette. I would ask for a ton in return for Rasiel Iglesias. I would ask for something of decent value for Matt Harvey. Do you want him or not? If you want him to be a part of your team for the next two months, you'll give us something we can use. If not, I'm fine just him hitting free agency. Hell, the Reds did it last year with Zach Cozart. They got Matt Harvey for a bag of bones, a box of rocks, whatever you want to say, a bag of hammers. That's what they got. They gave up Devin Maseraco, who's never going to play. Matt Harvey, I want something for him. I want something I think can be a future of the orga- part of the organization in the future for him, especially if he continues to pitch this way. It's very simple. The Reds, for the first time in quite some time, they have power, negotiating power. They, they have the chance to win. They, they can win this and win the negotiations. And that might be sta- standing pat. That might. Or it might be landing your starter of the future to pair with Luis Castillo and Tyler Malley and Sal Romano. It might be landing the center fielder that replaces Billy Hamilton. It might be landing a A or A prospect in return for Matt Harvey, a guy you really, really like that you never thought you'd be able to get, but you could because Matt Harvey pitched so well. The Reds are in a good spot. They're winning. I don't know how much longer they're going to win. I hope it continues. I'm not sure. I do know this. This is a fun time. The month of July win-loss-draw should be a good time to be a Reds fan because they should be getting a ton of calls. We should hear a bunch of speculation. And whether or not they make the moves— depends on how much they they want and i would ask for everything for ross Glacius. i would ask for a ton for scooter Jeanette. my my price on him is going up by the day and i don't think it's going to drop anytime soon i'm james rapine this is the locked on reds podcast we'll preview tonight's game against the white Sox next right here on the locked on reds podcast welcome back into the locked on reds podcast i'm james erpine tonight it's 7 10 anthony Scafani looks for his fourth win of the year comes in three and one on the season with the 4.45 era he goes up against let's see if i can get this name right let's see lucas Giolotto. i'm gonna say that giolito Gio it's little uh giolito and uh giolito comes in five and seven on the year. He's pitched 84 and two-thirds innings, and his earn run average is 6.59 on the season. This is winnable. It's one of those things. The Reds, the, these are the games. That you win these games. These are the games you gotta win. Reds 7 and 1 in Interleague Play. We'll see if they can get win number 8. And just a reminder: tomorrow we do not have a podcast. I want you to enjoy your uh July, 4th of July, your Independence Day with your family. Hopefully you get some. Good food, maybe some drinks as well. Uh, so we won't have a podcast, so let's go ahead and preview tomorrow. It's a, a 7-10 start again Wednesday for the Reds. And uh, Sal Romano on the mound with, comes in with a 5.30 earned run average, 4-8 and eight on the season, looking for win number 5, going up against a man who's 500 on the year so far, 3-3. Three and three, Dylan Covey on the mound for the Chicago White Sox. He comes in with a 4.82 earned run average, has struck out 36 and walked. 23. I'm James Rapine. This is the Locked on Reds podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today, working on some guests for later in the week. I hope to make that happen. I want to get Doug Gray on. Hunter Green's dealing. Hunter Green continues to deal in, in uh, single A, and th- that's just one of those guys. Hopefully he can be up here in 2020. I would love for him to be up here next year. I don't think that happens. 2020. That'd be pretty cool, huh? I'm James Erpine. Thank you so much for listening today. Have a great Fourth of July! I'll be back Thursday with the podcast on Twitter at James Erpine at Locked On Red. Subscribe Google Play, iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and wherever you get your podcasts. Have a great night. Be back at it Thursday. I'm James Rapine. Thank you so much for listening to the Locked On Reds podcast. Hey Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On podcast ads. At-